0: Today on the podcast, we have the pleasure of talking with Melvin, who is an IT and cybersecurity expert. He runs a firm out of New Jersey. So um, today we're going to be diving into how we see AI and cybersecurity um, and this field going forward into the future. Welcome to the show, Melvin. Thank you, Jaden. Thank you. So Melvin, would you mind telling us a little bit about your background and kind of what got you interested in this in the first place?
1: Um, Yes, um, so my name is Melvin um, Ejogu. I have been in the IT industry for a very long time, I think since 1998, something like that. Um, um, And as the IT industry has evolved, I have also evolved with it. Um, Cybersecurity is obviously a hot topic, but it it has always been a topic for us because when we build networks, We have to secure it. So, I started on um, my cybersecurity journey um, maybe over 20 years ago. Um, Right now, I run a company called Vimos Technologies. We specialize in delivering digital services and solutions that transform business. So, any business that is on that uh, transformational uh, digital transformational journey, that's where we come in. We can help them uh, assess. Uh, Their uh, the solutions that they want to implement, we can design it, plan it, implement it, and manage it for them. Um, and so that's that's typically that's that's my background. I have uh, a lot of the IT certifications. Personally, everyone in my team has uh, uh, some kind of a certification that will help companies to uh, uh, get them to where they need to be. That's very cool. What what kind of got you interested in IT
0: and cybersecurity um, at, at the beginning?
1: Um, for me, it, I don't know. I mean, I've always, um, I've always liked, uh, technology, you know, um, I think it was just, I just gravitated towards technology. Maybe it was a gift. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but cyber security, um, it was, it was something that needed to happen, right? You build something, you got to protect it. So, um, when we realized that after building some, after building something, if you don't secure that, you're, someone someone else can come in and tear tear it completely down. So, so I that's when I started my cybersecurity journey, and plus it paid good too. You know? Yeah, so, right, totally. Yeah, and I think that it, it's really interesting because I feel
0: like this is an area that is just becoming increasingly important uh, today as we kind of see everything happening. How do you think AI? um, you know, Chat and, and tools like it really have kind of changed the landscapes and the types of uh, cybersecurity threats that companies are seeing today?
1: Um well AI, uh, ChatGPT, Chat GPT. Let's talk about ChatGPT for example, right? So okay. yeah. Um, you know, we've always we've we've used search engines for a long for decades now, right? So a lot of us learned um, you know, learn things through Google. You just Google it, right? That become a term, Google it, right? So, um, a lot of people that started using ChatGPT, for example, started using it because of the search, uh, capabilities, um, you know, um, but platforms like ChatGPT take the search, take all of that to the next level, right? So, because you can control how the conversation goes, right? Um, mm. and, and for those in coding or in the software business, when you use tools like ChatGPT, when you use them well, um, those tools can understand codes and they can even locate hidden malware codes, right? And they can provide insights and help you mm-hmm. tell you how to solve problems. And um, and so using tools like that can actually help uh, the operator become a little bit more, uh, more efficient. And um, then on the other side, right, since, um, you know, AI, Chat PD, all of that, it, all of that stuff is also a double-edged sword, right? Because uh, criminals are also using it, right? So if criminals are using it, try to find better ways to attack you, you, um, you got to also try to use it to stay ahead of the game. Otherwise, you're gonna get, uh, um, you, you're gonna, you're not gonna like what's gonna happen, right? So,
0: yeah, so, I mean, so what what do you think like the main use cases or concerns with, you know, like ChatGPT or something, a cyber criminal? What are, I guess, is it like phishing attacks? Is it um I guess like what what level of sophistication does something like ChatGPT add? Or what what kinds of things can cyber criminals use it for?
1: Um, you know, they can use it to uh I don't know if you know this, but you can actually you could actually uh Chat GPT actually go through codes for you. They can actually um, pump out codes. So, yeah. Um now I know that as as this technology matures, um, the level of the quality of codes that, that it'll be able to pump out is gonna be uh crazy. So um um automation, you know, there's a lot of I think I think I mean right now I would say it's probably only 20% what it can do if if not less. So mm-hmm. the future of things like ChatGPT. Um, is even um, greater than what it is right now. hmm yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Um, so I would say, like,
0: given the increasing kind of complexity and sophistication of cyber threats, what strategies should businesses implement to kind of effectively combat
1: these, do you think? Um, Yeah, cyber threats, they're becoming very uh, complex and sophisticated. Um, so every company has to at least prioritize cybersecurity measures, right? You got you have your access controls. You have to they have to have robust and uh, effective um, access controls. I um, they also have to you gotta you gotta train your users, right? So there has to be regular security awareness training because uh, if your users don't know don't know that they can become the weakest link. You spend all that money and then some somebody that, that's not aware of what's going on can be your weakest link and you can get hacked through that. Right. Um, also, a big one is uh, multi-factor authentication, right? That is huge. That is huge because someone can brute force a, a, a password attack, um, but if they don't have the, all the stuff, which is typically biometric or, uh, like your phone, something, mm-hmm. um, that they can't really come in. Right. Um, uh, the, 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 the typical, which is keeping your software up to date. I think, um, you, you would have, you'll be surprised at how much, how much damage could be done when companies leave their software unattended. Right. So you could, um, there's a lot of, a lot of these stuff that people are always trying to figure out how, to, how ways to hack them. So if your stuff is years old you haven't touched it you haven't patched it that could be a, a, a way people can um get in so um you got to always keep your software up to date and um also th- the biggest one is when you get hacked, right what do you do so um i think a lot of companies don't have some kind of an incidence response plan so i think um uh, you gotta you gotta have it mapped out what you will do if you get hacked and who uh, I right. call, you know, the, the whole nine yards, Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, and especially as I feel like these attacks are becoming a little bit more prevalent and perhaps more, like, like you said, a little bit more complex with AI and other tools, you know, from your vantage point, what you're seeing, you know, as the CEO of a, of a tech company and specifically one that focuses and uh, deals with cybersecurity, how do you kind of see the role of AI in and cybersecurity evolving over the next, let's say like five years, like and I guess, give me, uh, I'll ask it from two sides. Number one, you know, where do you see the threats coming over the next five years? How do you see this, This like, what's the implication of this um, technology getting better? And then maybe after that, we can talk about how you see AI, you know, helping with those problems.
1: Well, you know, so when you do a research, you find out that businesses are spending billions on AI and automation technologies, right? So um, I think I was reading somewhere uh, on Forbes magazine, um, they are forecasting that, AI technology alone, it's set to become a $500 billion uh, market by 2025. Holy cow, that's a lot of money, right? So, right. So, um, and Forbes, we we have come to trust what they say, right? So, right. So, with that kind of money, AI is not going anywhere anytime soon. It's going to play a crucial role in helping organizations protect their network. So, I think that um, AI is going to be crucial, especially in cybersecurity. Um, I think so, because it's, look, uh, like I said, um, uh, I was talking to a gentleman uh, a couple couple uh, weeks ago um, with AI platforms. One of the things that it does is it allows um, for the processing of data at an alarming speed, right? So right. anything that can process data that quickly, and uh, when you couple that with machine learning, I think this future, the future of AI is something that's going to be incredible. Okay, yeah, and so I mean, off the top of my head, I've heard a few different.
0: I'd be curious to hear your take and what your thoughts are on these. You know, being so professional in the field, but um, a few different uh, cybersecurity issues I've seen specifically with AI. One of them being, um, I think there was a recent incident where um, there was like a a, a scammer or something that called uh, a mom. And it was in the voice of her daughter, and it was asking for like help. She was in trouble. She needed money. She needed blah blah, blah something something. And of course, this is more like a family thing. But I can see how this could be very easily um, manipulated in, in for enterprise or the corporate side, where essentially you get a call from your boss, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, sorry, I had to borrow someone else's phone, but I really need you to like wire this money to do this thing." Blah blah. blah. But of course, today with these new AI systems, we have of course AI voice cloning, and some of them. Um, you know, you can clone someone's voice with as little as five seconds of audio. And if you want a great clone, it's five minutes of audio. How do you, how do you like recommend, or I guess, what are what, are, how, what how are your thinking around, you know, issues like that, right? Like that could be very confusing. And a lot of people just aren't prepared for those c- types of cybersecurity threats.
1: I know, I know. I mean, you just see, there's, there's always got to be a human aspect to it, right? So if someone calls me, um, <clears throat> I still have to be able to, Based on the personality of that person, be able to know that this is wrong. This is this is not the person, right? Mm-hmm. So, so for example, in even in cybersecurity, uh, um, when you um, one of the things is the threat detection, right? So, when you have a threshold, when you have already uh, um, the way that the system behaves. So, if the system begins to act a different way, um, your your solutions should be able to catch it and realize something is off, right? So mm-hmm. if someone calls me, pretend to pretend it to be my brother or my dad, or, of course, it's not just the voice that makes a person, right? There's other things that makes a person. So I should be able to detect right away that, hey, you might have my dad's voice, but you're not my dad. Right. So right, right. So, so so the human aspect of this, this all of this stuff should be considered. AI is not gonna take away our jobs. It's not gonna replace everything. Um so we should always um um, always use common sense also, you know, for things like that.
0: Do you think the threat is more in things like, you know, potentially like that, where it's kind of social engineering? I mean, I remember my first corporate job. Um, we, I don't know what it was, like our other emails for our company got leaked to some database, but we would, yeah, you know, I I'd, I'd routinely get a couple emails a day that would be like, you know, addressed from my CEO at my company and be like, Hey, I need this urgently. Can you give me a call? This is my phone number. And like, you know, I don't know. They'd be like, I just get those all the time and of course everyone in the company is like hey this is cyber security stuff I'm actually pretty sure our IT department would send stuff out like that just to like test us too yes, so yes, maybe yes, that one's yes, part exactly. of it yeah. um, but in any case do you think these cybersecurity threats from AI there's of course the social engineering side of it right like that and like the, the voice calls and that kind of stuff do you think that's the issue or do you think just the AI is going to use machine learning to have a really, ed, you know, advanced algorithms that's going to be able to like brute force hack into things, um, or kind of wreak havoc from that side.
1: You know, the problem with things like this, the problem with technology, especially with technology that's powered by things like AI machine learning is that, um, they also have the ability to learn, right. To adjust. Right. So, so when, hackers use things like that, um, and, Companies that focus on cybersecurity, when they come up with solutions, these hackers using AI technology could also evade those strategies, right? So, right. It, it's always going to be a constant battle between the good and the bad uh, bad guys, right? So, um, it's, and especially with the way the with the way cybersecurity crimes are now, where there's an underground world where they trade ideas and and help each other out, um, uh, it's it's going to be everything it's not just going to be the emails it's not going to be the it's not going to be the phishing um the cl- you know cloud cloud security um is also uh huge um cryptocurrency is also making it hard to track these people you know mm-hmm. so it's it's gonna be uh, i think i think um it's gonna be a combination of everything to be honest
0: um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's going to be really interesting. And so I know this is, this is kind of brand new, so I'm not, I don't expect you to have a specific response to this, but I'm not sure if you've seen in the news lately, there's been a lot of talk about, um, p- a potentially new material for quantum computing and quantum conductivity. Have you seen anything about that? And if so I, I wonder if you have thought about the implications that, you know, something like that might have on AI and on cybersecurity. I've seen that. I've
1: I've seen that. And, uh, quite frankly, it's still new to me. I'm still trying to wrap my head around, right, same. around all of that. Um, but look, I think, I think this whole thing is going to continue to grow and there's going to be, um, one day we'll be able to, uh, go to the movement. I don't know, you know, so right. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what, I, I think it be too early for me to speak. on. Okay. That right now. For sure. Um,
0: so one question I would be curious in asking you because you know you, you talk a little bit about the benefits and the risks of AI and ChatGPT and stuff. Is there anything your company is currently doing to kind of leverage AI in helping with cybersecurity?
1: Um. Yes. So um, for us, we have a product that actually leverages. Uh, we have a current product that um, that uh, people can actually go to the website right now, subscribe to help, um, when they're browsing the internet, right? It's called Visha. Okay. Okay. Um, and in the background it leverages AI and all it, all it does is, um, there's a a bunch of data that it has collected about good, good and bad sites, and it can use AI to make decisions as to whether the site you're going to is a pretty good site or it's a bad site, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a, there's a couple stuff out there, but. Uh, this is a pretty simple, simple stuff. You can install it. You could actually it's cloud-based. So mm, just subscribe, you just subscribe. You could do it at home or at work. Um, that's one way that we are leveraging AI. We also have a solution that, um, a, a, a line of business that we actually, we should be launching pretty soon in the background. That's also leveraging AI. Um, but. So for us, we just leverage AI tools that other people build. If we haven't really come to build our own uh, right. uh, AI, we, we're not, we're not at that level where we build up like a chat GPT uh-huh. anything like that, but we just leverage what other people have built.
0: Yeah. But actually I think that's a really cool concept, the, the V Shield thing, because essentially, right, you could, you could take a massive corpus of, of data and say, look, the, here is like, you know, a thousand or, you know, the, here's like a hundred thousand websites. Um, these are all the components of a good, normal website. These are, you know, websites that we've vetted as very good. And then you could go, here's about, uh, you know, hundred thousand phishing websites. Here's all the components of these dangerous websites. What well, makes them dangerous, how you can detect them, run that through an AI. And then you don't have to make a list of because of course, hackers and cybersecurity people are, you know, like hackers and malicious actors are going to constantly be coming up with new URLs, right? It's, it's impossible to essentially make a database of every mm-hmm. bad site in the world to mm-hmm. alert people. That's a really cool concept to train an AI off of bad ones so it can detect um, and uh, and let people know. You know, I think that's kind of interesting too because you see with like a lot of phishing sites, people think like, oh, I'm just going to like my supplier's website or I'm just going to, you know, Facebook or Google or like a basic site they trust, but it's just a, a clone of the site. And, you know, there's maybe a typo in the URL. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's really interesting because you could essentially just have uh, an AI to detect and tell you, even when, you know, everything else seems perfectly normal and fine, you're just logging into your website, but it's really phishing.
1: Ah, exactly. very cool. Thank you. Right. And, you know, uh, we use it at home. Uh, we use it at home. We we use it in the office. When you have little kids, especially, um, you just want to be able to control what's going on in your house and what's going on at work. So it, it comes in handy.
0: Very cool. I love that. So you know, if people are interested in you know getting in contact with you, learning more, um, or perhaps using your company, where is the best place
1: for people to find you? Um, we have a website, uh, www.vmost.com v e e m o s t. dot com. That is best way to find us. Um, our contact information is on there. Um, all all our social media handles are on there too.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Melvin. It's been absolutely amazing. And for all of the listeners, thank you so much for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a wonderful rest of your day.